Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Are we, all, are we good? Yeah, yeah how good. about that? Who, yeah. Someone turned my mic off. How dare they? Well, good I, morning. <laughs> Happy Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. An early break, full show ahead. I've got lots of thoughts on last night's football game. Sip, you watched some of it too. We got Nebraska, North Dakota tomorrow, 2.30 kickoff, noon tailgate show at Tipsy Tina's. How are you today? I, I'm doing great. I'm, was, I'm fired up. I am fired up fired. this morning. It was nice to see football last night, and I tipped my cap to the to the folks in West Lafayette. They filled that stadium. That was full to the brim. I know Purdue lost. Did you say the score yet? I have not. I Go was ahead. getting there. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to set it up, actually. Set it up. I was just saying, I, good I'm, morning. Oh, I'm raining I'm on your fired. parade. Yeah, I'm fired up because I watched a bunch of football. We got, we got football tomorrow. We got more football tonight, actually. You know, Michigan State plays tonight in college football. Who, they play a, a, a po dunk. Some, I think it's a directional Michigan. Maybe they play. Anyways, yes, we're gonna start off today's show regarding last night's football games because there were some interesting decisions made in Purdue, Penn State. Purdue had everything go in their direction. They had the ball late, up by three. They refused to run the football to kill the clock. Mm-hmm. Aiden O'Connell had nearly sixty passing attempts in the football game. Fifty-nine. And Penn State has their best drive, which I've seen in years, as they go down and take the lead below with a, less than a minute to go. And they hold on to win 35-31. Penn State prevails in West Lafayette. The Purdue Boilermakers begin the season like Nebraska 0-1. I am um, struck by a few couple things. The crowd was incredible in West Lafayette. It was an incredible scene, packed the place, loud. It was it was a tremendous game, and then I had also tip. You know what? Hey, hey, hey! I gotta tell you, Jake. My blue blood thing is real. I found myself really. Can I say? Can I say cheering for? I'll just say wanting Penn State to win. In my my innermost feelings were God. I hope Penn State beats this. I I love blue bloods. I just love. Yeah, I I think the reason I was pulling for them is because. Purdue's in your division. I know Purdue is a Couldn't team that, that is in you know obviously Nebraska's in their own way right now, but Purdue is in your way in your division, and now you're both in the same playing field. Oh and one, yeah. they lost a home game. Those two teams are pretty good. I don't. I disagree. They're pretty uh-uh. good. Nope. I here's a, here's why I came away. From I that said game. pretty good. I walked away from that game of Penn State Purdue thinking those are two subpar football teams. Really, I did. Now I'll say this. Really, yeah. I did not. Yeah, I I just wasn't impressed with them. <laughs> you know I'm going to start with this. It, Sean Clifford. Let's start with Sean Clifford, then we'll get to Jeff Brom's decision-making. Sean Clifford is damn lucky that he had one hell of a drive to end that game, made great decisions, had a beautiful <coughs> touchdown throw to take the lead that ultimately won the game. Because if that had not happened, 
I could see Penn State fans revolting, saying we want Aller, Drew Aller, the yeah, backup five-star quarterback, to start as soon as next week. Because Sean Clifford, Sip, yeah. now his stats will show you he had four touchdown passes, because yeah, he did. Four, hey, the ratio was good. Four TDs, one pick. That's a good ratio. But you have to watch. Some, this is an example of where the box score kind of lies. Now, again, he gets credit because he had a wonderful drive to end the game, which was by far and away the best drive I've ever seen Sean Clifford operate in any year. You're giving him credit right now. I am, because he had some of the worst series you'll see <laughs> right before that. The interception he threw. Oh, God. That was a 72-yard pick what, going the other way. Yeah. Sip, you saw it. Yeah. Uh, what was he? It what, was, what was he? probably 10 yards over the receiver's yeah. head. <laughs> it was. It was a awful pass. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't just that. I, I dare you. I implore you. If you watched the game last night, you can call us too, 464-5685. This is the first game in a long time that was non-Nebraska. I watched from start to finish. I was that invested in Purdue-Penn State. I love that. And I watched every series. I love that. Then you have a lot of thoughts. Sean Clifford just does not do it for me. Again, the stats will say he had a good game. His efficiency was terrible in the game. Oh, 20 or 37? Is that good? But just above 50%? Not great. And uh, let me tell you, a lot of those 17 completions were just train wreck throws. <laughs> Wobbly, <laughs> right behind his receivers, over the receiver's head. I get what you're saying. You're a little hard on him, though. I, he's you got to admit he's gamey. He's he's a tough kid. Uh, he keeps he, coming. Well, he he proved that. Yeah. In the final drive, he, I'm just saying. And you can tell his teammates respect him. I am I am very confident right now in saying this. Okay. If if Sean Clifford's final drive did not result in a game-tying field goal or a go-ahead touchdown, which did happen. I am pretty confident you would be seeing Drew Aller start next week. I'm saying that right now because you would say, oh, come on, Jake, three touchdowns, one pick at that time. Yeah. (laughs) If you watch the game, you realize that was an empty stat line there. I don't entirely disagree with your take on Sean Clifford, except – I feel a little uncomfortable with you coming into the studio okay. and and knocking a guy who just led his team That's why to a tough win on the road in the Big Ten. That's why I preface this by saying he's lucky okay. that he had the best drive I've ever seen him have in watching Penn State. Oh, why Otherwise, do you have to say it's lucky? Because if he had not, I think they would go to Drew Aller as soon as today. Well, that's the world. Or the next game. That's college football. That's a five-star freshman quarterback that looked pretty good in his one series because we think that Sean Clifford may have gone, had to go to the bathroom. So Sean Clifford, so what happens is Sean Clifford's about 31 years old now. He's been playing there. <laughs> yeah, he's, so been play, he's been playing there forever. So everybody knows all his warts. So you want to bring in this kid who literally doesn't have any warts he's like he looks younger than gus drew aller yeah he probably is yeah he probably is younger than gus Gus he's 19 he makes gus look little by the way drew aller's like six seven two forty eight um, See, he didn't look that big to me. They kept saying he's the I next Ben was. Roethlisberger. I'm like, this guy's not big enough to be the next big uh, Ben Roethlisberger. You need to Google. Here, I'll Google. Okay, well, it's fine. If the side, Hold on. I'm just saying I watched him in the pocket. I didn't, didn't, I didn't see enough. a guy that reminded me of Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, I said six, he's 6'5", 242. Okay. 6'5". I, six, five, I mean, he's 240. It's pretty big. I, he didn't look that big to me. Anyway, Back that's then. kind of the way it is. Well, Clifford is a veteran. We know all his issues. Aller could come in and throw a couple picks. Then what would you say? Well, go to the third string. I mean, no, I mean they go I, back to Clifford at that yeah, point. But I'm just yeah. uh, 
James Franklin is is breathing a, a you know a big sigh of relief this morning that number one they won that game and number great two it's a great and win. number two that Sean Clifford had that drive to end the game because the, <laughs> because the pitch. Boo Birds would be calling and saying get I, I, his you're not butt wrong. out of the stadium you're not wrong you're not wrong but but the fact is Clifford it gets the last word okay. He does. And I, Clifford gets listen, the last I'm word. giving him credit. I know you are. Way to go, it. Sean Clifford, to save yourself from getting benched for next week. Now switch over to Purdue, your take on okay, Purdue. Okay, so Purdue Purdue's down 21-10 at halftime. Now it was the most it was the most Nebraska end to a first half I think I've ever seen for a team. Mm-hmm. Let me let me take you back to the very end I of the first it. half, okay? Yeah, yeah. Purdue trails 14 to 10. They're driving in to get either a field goal uh-huh. or a touchdown. Yeah, they, they, right? Yeah, and on I think I, it was what third or fourth down, whatever it was. It was a it was a fourth down run. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's either third or fourth and short. Which right. and Joel Klatt somehow blames the formation for causing a fumble. Thought that was the most weird thing I've ever heard. Klatt botched that. He thought okay, so they run a they run a end around. Yes, um, I'll call it an end jet around. Sweep, basically, yeah, jet sweep. Jet sweep. Strange to the, to the place. Left side. Yeah, strange place to run a jet sweep. Right, but I'm, he had the first down. He did, but a Penn State defender poked the ball out. Right, yeah, and you're right. Now Klatt said. The runner never had control of the ball. Oh, he had which control. Which was blatantly you wrong. You watched the replay. Right? It was yeah. tucked away for a yeah. couple steps. Yeah, and I just want to tell you, I I think Joel Klatt is one of the top three analysts in a, in in either pro or Joel college Klatt. football. Yeah, he just botched that. He 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 said some things in analyzing that play where he just tried to speak it into existence. It just wasn't true. He said, he goes, I blame it on the formation. I don't (laughs) think the player ever had the ball in his hand. I'm like, wait a second. What are you talking about? Watch the replay. He is tucked away. He broke a tackle and then got the first down, and then it was poked away. And and by the way, great play by Penn State to recover that right before it went out of bounds. Good play. play. They reviewed it. He was in bounds. So so that's what I'm saying. It was 14 to 10. They're driving to get either a touchdown or a field goal. So now, Sip, there's 30 seconds left in the the – First half, it's 14-10 Penn State. They they throw a pass. It's pass interference, 15 yards. Yeah. And then with, what, 10 seconds to go, 12 seconds to go, uh, a Clifford throws it to a, a tight end. Yeah, and he's, Brenton Strange. And he what, goes between two two tacklers who both miss it, and he goes the distance. There's two seconds left in the half. And at halftime, <laughs> yeah. with, just miraculously, it's 21-10. to 10. And at that point, I said, hey <clears> – <throat> That was a that was a, a weird end of the half. Purdue is by no means out of this. No, and I was right. They took the lead, right. and they took the lead again, uh-huh. like Nebraska. Yeah, and then Sip they refused to run the football. Mm-hmm. Now you and I are not high on King Daru. We not don't really. believe he's great, but King Daru, when he was given the chance, actually had a pretty decent night last night. His stats, 15, fifteen carries, fifty-seven yards. Yeah, again, it's not impressive when you look at it, but <laughs> he didn't bad. get not didn't bad. get the chances. No, 15 carries. He had two nice little touchdown runs to break mm-hmm. tackles, get in the end zone. Mm-hmm. But you got to give him a chance to melt clock. Purdue was dead last in the country dead last. last year. Dead in last. Rushing. In rushing. 2.8 yards a yeah. carry. Dead last. You did watch that game. I did. I, li- I listened. Yeah. Yeah, I told you I watched start to finish. Okay, so your beef was them not salting away a lead. They didn't try. They tried to pass. Like This, this yeah. sounds like to me, if, if you... It, it reminded me of what Pat Narduzzi said about Mark Whipple. The guy refuses to run the football, mm-hmm. but they still won the game. This oh. one, I, I mean, I couldn't. No one announcers couldn't believe it. Fans couldn't believe it. Is that it. right? Is that like, right? Like they're just and one of the plays, which was incomplete, was one of the most dangerous passes. I mean, Aiden O'Connell is trying to avoid a blitz. 
is going to the sideline and just just chucks one up. Just frankly chucks it up, and Payne Durham almost makes a phenomenal catch. They call it complete in the field, and then they over they look at it, it's incomplete. The ball hit the ground. But that's just that's not smart football. That's Purdue football, and Purdue is going to have problems. That's I mean, that, Purdue football. That's a team that if that's the philosophy, that is their because philosophy. their defense I think was okay. I mean, everyone says it was a great defense. I don't know. Their defense was fine. Purdue is going to have a tough time getting to eight wins this year. Ooh. Well, now they are for sure. I'm calling it. Uh, again, Purdue, Purdue once again, at a seven and five type of season. I think they're staring down the barrel of. A, now they go to Minnesota now. If you're a Nebraska fan, you're happy. You should be happy today. Minnesota, by the way, last night just walloped on New Mexico State. I'll get the final score for you here. It was Minnesota 38-0 to against Jerry Kill's New Mexico State. Okay, Aggies. if you're a Nebraska fan, you should be happy today because Purdue is 0-1 in the league. Yep. They next Their next league game after a, after a terrible non-conference schedule – is at Minnesota, okay? Now, Purdue will have a hard time there. They're, they're very very realistically falling to 0-2. Sure. Um, Minnesota looked very, very good last night, by the way. Defense good, and the offense was clicking. Then Purdue goes to Maryland, and we yeah. both agree that's a 50-50 game. I didn't see anything from Purdue that would lead me to believe they'll waltz into Maryland and, and roll. I didn't see it. No, they're, no. Okay. They could be 0-3 when they play Nebraska. Purdue. I don't know if that's good or bad, by the uh, way. It depends where Nebraska's at. They could be right. very desperate. Right. De- desperate team. Right. Purdue, that was a huge game for the program because there there was a lot of energy in that stadium. In fact, I'm watching it going, man, Purdue's got a full yep. stadium. The crowd is jacked. They're uh, dancing to various forms of music <laughs> there uh, <laughs> wow is that was that what happens at games <laughs> well People i'm an old i'm sing. an old yeah, yeah. and it's i to me and i thought there i do think that passing game that that ultimately cost them their style is going to going to cause nebraska problems because they they really operate well in the middle of the field jake those well yeah tr- tr- crossers crossers are not all that appealing to me, but man, they're good running crossers in the middle of the so, field. So we asked the question: You know, how do, how does Purdue replace David Bell and Milton Wright? Well, tr- they went to Iowa. This I was their guys. They now went to Char- the transfer Charlie portal. Jones had twelve catches. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that he had twenty targets. I probably they because were, yeah. at, at one point in the game, he had sixteen targets with nine catches. He okay. Charlie Jones finishes with twelve catches, 153 yards. Okay, and a touchdown. If that. I think Charlie Jones is manageable. He's just one of those pesky, you know, pesky yeah. guys. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't scare you, in my opinion. That's he was good last mm, night. See, here's my comparison to Charlie Jones. He was good. Go ahead. Now this is going to probably be extreme, but you'll get what I'm saying when I say. Can I compare him to a white guy? Well, I am. Yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, go I'm going to compare him to Hunter Renfro at Clemson. Ah, faster. Way faster. Okay, so he's better than Hunter Renfro. He's way faster. I'm not saying better. Renfro was a stud for a very good football team. I think anybody would back me on this. Charlie Jones is a flyer. Renfro's not. He's a pretty good route runner, though, too. Yeah, well, sure. Well, yeah, he is. You're saying he's a pretty good player, though. Jones is a good player. He's going to cause problems. Renfro's in the NFL. Yes, and he's had a a nice career so far with the Raiders. But he's not as fast as Charlie Jones. You're saying Charlie Jones might be better than Hunter Renfro. I don't know if I'm saying that. I'm just saying he's faster. Hunter Renfro was – I'm saying I don't like your comparison. (laughs) He was a go-to for Deshaun Watson at Clemson. Uh, And and they won a championship because of that. Yeah. Joe – yeah. 
Then they have Payne Durham, who and only Tracy, had three. The other other Iowa receiver, Tracy, he had one catch. Is that it? Yeah. No. Yeah, one catch for eight yards. Um, he was targeted a lot. Of, he was several times too. Yeah, but yeah, Charlie Jones comes over. If you're an Iowa fan today, you're you're like Joe Klatt said it best. Joe Klatt said yep. it best last night. Yep. First couple catches, yep. you're like, if you're an Iowa fan, you're like, okay, cool, good job, Charlie. <laughs> By about that seventh catch, you're like, oh, you give me a, you give me a break. This sucks. Is really, is this really happening now? But uh, there he is. You're He's, right. Go ahead. You're right. Tra- Tracy only had one catch. I thought they targeted him more than more than that. I don't know. Purdue. I thought the receiver core, like I like that Mershawn Rice. He only had three catches, and I do like Payne Durham. I do too. I thought they looked scary. Yeah, that's I did. I'm surprised you're kind of meh. I just think because I, the run game is is they don't they don't do it. They don't. All right, and I think their defense is overblown. I said it before the season. Yeah, I, I said you know George Karloftis is a big loss, and it, they it they is. got to Clifford a couple a couple times. Not a lot though. But hey, I'm just not, I'm not sold on Purdue. I still love Jeff Brown, but I very, very, very much so question his play call. You watch them. Are they going 0-3? I, I, I think they are. Let's call it. Purdue's starting yeah, 0-3. I think they're starting 0-3. Let's get some calls. You've been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline 464-5685. We'll go to Chris at the Baldwin Shop. First, Chris, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, Steve. Jake, happy Friday. Thank you very much for being patient. Happy Friday to you. You must just be thrilled right now. It's all rolling now. Football season. It rolling. is. It sure is, Steve, isn't it? And, and the Penn State-Purdue game, uh, 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 great game to watch, very entertaining. Uh, Steve, or uh, Jake, I'm, I'm first, I, you know, you questioned Brom's uh, play calling at the end. I, I don't think he was calling running plays because, let's face it, they can't run the ball. Okay. They 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 cannot run the ball, and Penn State couldn't run the ball no, last night. Not very well. And not Penn, very well. Penn State's got a freshman, you know, mm-hmm. that I think was probably the top or one of the top running backs in the country. He looked good on his first run, but you know, after that, he he really didn't do yeah. much. Nick, I don't know. Maybe Nick there's Singleton. a line problem there. But uh, I, you know, Jake, you're going back to that play right before the half where Penn yeah, State yeah. scored. They yeah, had that. That really hurt Purdue, I thought. That put them behind the eight ball a little bit, even though they did come back. But uh, overall, Steve, Jake, um, I don't think either of those teams are going to play with the big boys this year. I think when it comes to meeting a game like that, as coaches go, I think James Franklin, Steve, really needed that game last night. Yeah, he was eleven and eleven the last two years. I say that all the time, but that's pretty unpinned state like. Yeah, I I think he I think he really needed that game. Um, I at Purdue, I I don't know. They're, they're a little scary. Scary. Hey, uh, they are Charlie Jones. Okay, mm-hmm. how about this comparison, Jake, Steve, okay. Jordy Nelson. There you okay, go. That's better. That's yeah, better. Jordan Nelson can fly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Compare yeah, him to a white guy that can run. Kicks, uh, <laughs> like Charlie Jones. And boy, I, you boys. know, you look at Iowa missing something like that with their offensive woes in the last several years. Boy, I don't know how they can afford to lose a guy like Charlie Jones. Oh, God, you're right. That's what it looked like. They didn't use him properly, though, at Iowa. Uh, he, he's, no, he, he's like, no. yeah, I'm getting 12 catches a game. Let's go, Purdue. Boy, they're up. He, yeah, and he was a good kick returner last year. I can remember him returning punts in Lincoln the day after Thanksgiving last year. Now, I thought we held him in check pretty good as did. far as that goes. Yeah, but, did. But, 
you, you know, uh, Steve, Jake, yeah, I don't think Penn State and Purdue, uh, I think Purdue's going to be a, a tough game for Nebraska out there. I don't think these two teams are, are, are going to win the Big Ten, though. There's, there, there are just too many too many uh, uh, things wrong there. That, you know, the, the uh, run game, first of all, you know, I, I, I just don't think against a really good defense, say Michigan or Ohio State possibly, that has a great front four. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can put a lot of people in the secondary. I, I just don't think those teams are going to pass people silly like that, like teams like Ohio State, Michigan anyway. Right. But, guys, now getting on the, the Minnesota game, I yeah. kind of got up early this morning and watched watched some, some clips of that. And, uh, you know, Minnesota, New Mexico State's not very, not very good. Uh, but Minnesota did what they're supposed to do to teams like that, Steve, Jake. 38 to nothing, and I think that was the score about at the end of the third quarter, I think. Mo Ibrahim had more yards, and, and now this kid's back. He didn't look. You would an Achilles tendon to come back like that in in a year. He he just looked like like he never had that injury last night. He had 121 yards, I believe, in the first half, Ooh. and then then I think he ended Explosive. up with about 130. Yeah, he's explosive. I, he, I'm, I'm with you, uh, Chris. He looked very, very strong last night. Yes, very, very tough. Their defense. You know what? Uh, I, P.J. Fleck, he's right. He said, we've got athletes. We've got athletes, oh boy, oh and they boy. do. They do have some athletes up there, and, and their offensive line seemed to be fine. They ran for almost 300 yards. And, yeah, Minnesota's going to be a headache, guys, uh, this year. But uh, – uh, you know, it's uh, we're going to have this all play out in front of us. But uh, anyway, guys, hey, listen, uh, you guys enjoy the football this weekend and uh, have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. We better we better Huskerize this a little bit before we get to Greg. Greg, Greg, hold on one more minute. Oh, is he? Greg's still Greg's with there, yeah. Greg, one more hang, minute. Hang, hang tight, I thought Greg. about Frost last night a few times. Neither team ran the ball well. Penn State, 32 carries for 98 yards. Purdue 23 carries for 70. I thought about Frost because Frost says it's hard in this league just to to turn for the quarterback to turn hand to the running back and expect anything. You, you saw both teams keep trying to do it and it seldom well, worked. I think that's why I, I believe those are both subpar teams. <laughs> what I am suggesting, I, I, I it's get, hard for anybody to do it. Right, I get that. But my point is that those teams can't run the ball. Not, I agree with Frost, yeah. and they're not going to be that good. I agree good with Frost, year. so I don't know what you – well, one thing you could say you can do is run the quarterback now. Um, <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and, and time is a flat circle. But I think – yeah, but I think you can also incorporate more jet sweep. That's one thing yes. you, you can do. I'm with like, – I get what Scott was – get more creative. Right. Like, you can run the football. Right. It doesn't have to be traditional Misdirection. Running. Right. Right. Counters. Pitches. Yeah. Counter stuff. I don't think – I just turning and handing it. I kept thinking about what Frost said. Clifford would try to – he would turn and hand it to Kayvon Lee or Nicholas Singleton, and they just get nothing. They get not wasted playing. I, I, I'll tell you this, though. What? Singleton, that was his debut. The fresh, He's a, you know, a stud Touted freshman. freshman. Only nine carries, 22 yards. If you look at his first run he had, about 10 yards. <laughs> when that boy gets some offensive line play or mm-hmm. he gets you know a chance to actually get going, he's going to cook. Mm-hmm. Nick Singleton's a back. That's what I learned. <laughs> nine carries – 
22 yards. What are talking about here? Well, the line got the line sucked later on in the game when he had more carries. Give Purdue some credit over there. I'll give him some credit. Give Purdue front seven. I some credit. stand by what I said to start the show. Those are two teams that are probably in the seven to eight win range. I'd like Nebraska's chances against Penn State better than Purdue. I think they match up Penn, better. Penn State had one difference-making player. That right. was Joey Porter Jr. on defense. Purdue, That's it. Purdue scares me against Nebraska because they're because of O'Connell ability to work the middle of the field yep. in the passing game. Yep. And that's, that's a Nebraska's really I vulnerable. I agree with that. No, I, I, I'm terrified of that game. Yeah, they have enough weapons that's, to, to really cause Nebraska a lot of problems. But if I'm Penn State, a Penn State fan this morning, I'm, number one, I'm happy we won the game. But I, I just don't know. I'm and, really and happy listen, they won but, the and game. And I'd say this too. I mean, it, I'd, I'd be optimistic about the future because I think Drew Aller and his one series of true freshman five-star yeah, he looked good. He's going to be good when he gets his chance to play. He, he looks poised. Nick Singleton, the running back, is going to be good when he gets a chance to play more and mm-hmm. has more ability to to get you know, 15, 20, 25 carries. But Penn State right now, you're right. They look pretty ordinary. But right now is not the future. They right look, now they look like a team that I'm not scared of. Here's the deal, though. I hate saying what we're saying because it's a great win. It was a great win. Yeah, Great I mean, they, win. Yeah. Think about I'm saying all these things that are negative, and they won the game. Right. Greg, Greg from Milford. For Greg and Milford at four six four five six eight five. Greg, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, how are you guys doing on this Friday morning? Good, Greg. Thanks for calling. Greg, thanks for waiting. Thank you very much. <laughs> All good. Uh, last night, both teams don't. How, how would I say this without sounding arrogant? Don't scare me that much anymore. Purdue, I think we really have to. And I don't know why Penn State didn't do more of it. They. Throw the ball to the running back out of the backfield. Purdue could not stop that last night at all. Okay. And then Penn State, if I was Penn State in the next three non-conference games, I'm starting that freshman quarterback and that freshman running back and letting them try and get some rhythm because they are miles better than Clifford and the other guy. I, I agree. You can't pull Clifford, I mean, Greg. You that can't would be pull. a scary team Hold with on. those two in the backfield with a little experience. Hold on, Greg. Clifford just orchestrated a win on the road yeah, against a good team. You know what you have with Clifford, though. You, you can't know, pull him. You years. can't pull him, Greg. You can't pull but, but him. But you already said you know you, what you have. You can't, against, you can't against subpar competition to get the other guy's uh, reps and see what they what they have. I mean, what are you going to do if, it, if that freshman comes in and throws for 800 yards against some non-conference? <laughs> you know Clifford ain't doing that. No. Well, now, wait a second. You're not suggesting that you pull him now, though, for, before the next game, right? Well, I'm saying these non-conference games, Clifford don't need it. Let him rest because you know he, his knee's hurting today. Penn, Penn State's After next that one low hit. Penn State's next three games, these are their non-conference games. They play Ohio at home. Then they play at Auburn. Ooh, tough. You're not going to – you're going to play Clifford there probably. And then you play Maybe Clifford there. Central Michigan at home after that. They go, well, Auburn will be tough. I, I would still start the freshman for the other two games. Maybe no. maybe not Auburn, Got but you. I at least give Clifford the next game off because you could tell he was not 100% after okay. that low hit. Okay. 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 But neither team scares me right now. I mean, Nebraska, yeah, we have our holes, mm-hmm. but I think our offensive play calls for what we ran against Northwestern will work against us. Yeah, teams. you'll move the ball against them. You'll move the ball against yes. Purdue. Hey, you guys have a good Friday. Have a good long weekend. Thank, Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. I- I don't know. I don't feel comfortable about Nebraska getting into a shootout with Purdue. But that's what it's going to be. Yeah, it will be. That's what it's going to be. I, I'm telling you right now, Charlie Jones is going to be a big problem that game. 
I'm talking. I'm not big. convinced oh, of that. I'm, I, I am. Yo, why? Hold on. Nebraska's strength is its corners. Now, if he's working the middle, he works the middle. He does work the middle. <laughs> it's okay. Right. Yeah. He Charlie does. Jones is yeah. going. To, he's not a guy that you know. He will go take do a fly route, but he does a lot of across the middle. I know cross. So that's why I'm. You heard it here first. It's not a surprise. Charlie Jones, barring injury, will be a major problem for Nebraska. For a lot of people. On October 15th. For a lot of people, though. He'll be a. I guess Charlie Jones will be a major problem for a lot of people. I'm not. I'm not a. I don't think he's a. A devastatingly talented receiver, though. Yeah, he doesn't pe- scare pesky, me like though. Bell he's pesky, did. Though. Yeah, he's pretty pesky. He doesn't scare me like Bell did. No. Right? Or, or Rondale Moore? Or Rondale Moore. I- I want to say one last thing before we get to break, and this is regarding uh, something that Chris said earlier about Charlie Jones. Okay. Now, I was watching really closely to see, hey, how is he going to look in the return game? Because Charlie Jones was the returner of the year last year in the Big Ten. The Big Ten special teams return, first all-team, you know, first team, whatever, first team all-Big Ten Mm -hmm. kick returner, Mm -hmm. punt returner. I got to give Iowa credit. Iowa creates lanes when they have this, – this is stuff that you might think is, is not that important. It's important. Oh, it's, it's this very is a, important. This is a phenomenal punt returner in Charlie Jones. And there were some good punts that hit Hank time. I mean, he was going to have some space at Iowa probably mm-hmm. to operate. I watched how Iowa fields punts compared to anybody else. I mean, Charlie Jones there always had a lane. Mm-hmm. Always. I, it was 10 yards guaranteed every time. Oh, come on. Not every time, I get but what it, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, they, those guys spaced everybody way out. Mm-hmm. Like whatever Lavar Woods, the mm-hmm. special teams coach at Iowa, is doing Excellent. in his in their punt return coverage, Excellent. is is unbelievable. Because mm-hmm. Purdue had nothing. There was no lanes. I mean, it was it was all fair catches. It was one return for zero yards, mm-hmm. and there was quite a few punts in that game. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't anything so, there. I I hope again. I don't like giving Iowa credit, but Lavar Woods. You do like Lavar Woods. Special teams coach in Iowa does something that nobody else can do in this nation. And, and that dude should be hired for a head coach spot sometimes. You do like giving you do like giving Iowa credit, by the way. I don't. But fun game last night. But just fun game. Watching the comparison of returns of the two schools. I'm like, dang. I went to bed like, after Christian Jefferson returned that and interception. Puked. Yeah, the whore. He puked. I, I, is, a, is the national media going crazy right now? The, the player threw up. Uh, maybe we should overreact a little bit to that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. There it was. There it was. There it was. There it was. Uh, Scott Frost talked yesterday about uh, the upcoming game ahead. We'll get to his thoughts next in early break in the ticket. 